Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. A little later on, Michael Strahan, Hall of Famer, Good Morning America co-host, will join us. Talk about what happened last night. Bills rolled the Titans. It was 7-7. Then the Bills scored the next 34 points. Eagles handled the Vikings 24-7. Trey Lance has ankle surgery. Uh, No chance that he would be back in time for the playoffs. I guess they held out some slight hope with that, but that's not going to happen. And, of course, successful surgery. Why is it an athlete always has successful surgery? When we, everyday people, we don't always have successful surgery. You know, when I came out of surgery, if it's my hand or my shoulder, my knee, and my wife goes, how'd it go? I go, I don't know. Like, how do I know if it's successful or not? But everybody has successful surgery when you uh, are a professional athlete. Mike Evans has been suspended for a game. That game is with Green Bay coming up. And uh, the Bucks are bringing in Cole Beasley. Used to be with the Bills. What did he have, 80 catches last year, Paul? Yeah, he had a very good season. The back-to-back seasons of 82 catches for the Bills. And he was, he was a free agent, just not on a roster. Okay. 33 years old, but productive. Julio Jones and Chris Godwin are hurt. Mike Evans suspended, and this is a good pickup for Tom Brady, I would think. And Brady, none too pleased at some of the drop balls that his receivers and running backs had in that win against uh, New Orleans. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? I saw where, um, here was a report in The Athletic. The Saints game against the Buccaneers. Stadiums have a finite number of booths or boxes on press level. And because the game was also on national radio, the Saints couldn't offer one to the Buccaneers as they normally would to an opponent. So Bruce Arians, the former coach, was on the sidelines. 
And uh, the GM was on there on the sidelines as well. And that's where you had the altercation start with Marshawn Lattimore and uh, the fact that uh, Mike Evans has now been suspended for one game. And that was where it looked like Arians was engaging Marshawn Lattimore. You also had Leonard Fournette engaging with uh, Lattimore. Then Tom Brady came by, and he offered up something as well. And then all of a sudden, Mike Evans comes in. And then Mike Evans got suspended for uh, one game. But I've read a couple of conflicting reports on all of this that there was room for Bruce Arians. Yes, Todd? Just heard back from Mike Florio. There was a seat for him in the press box, meaning Arians, 100%. And the Bucks had four total suites standard ownership suite, and had purchased three others. That's from Mike Florio. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why, If in, you know, maybe it was just because that rivalry game and Bruce wanted to be on the sidelines. I don't know if there were other people from, you know, management on the sidelines there. But that's why it's conflicting when they said, no, there wasn't enough room up there. And I re- remember reading what Florio wrote on Pro Football Talk saying no to the contrary. There was room for Bruce Arians and uh, the GM to be up there. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, Seton, for hour two is? Hour two, Dan, we threw up their uh, favorite in the AFC right now, Bills, Chiefs, or the field. Okay. I just think you could put the Bills in there. Would you take the Bills based off what you saw last night? Well, right now, 80% of the audience is taking the Bills, so... But they're taking the Bills and the Chiefs. No, they're taking the Bills, dot, 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 or the Chiefs, dot, 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 or the field. There's three options. Oh. oh. The Bills, or the Chiefs, or the field. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see where the Bills is a standalone game. They blow out the team that was the number one seed last year in the AFC. Do you think the first team to nine wins wins the AFC South this year? Uh, the Jaguars are the only team that's outscored their opponents on the season. The other three teams, three teams have been outscored. Don't sleep on my Jaguars. Never. No, never. Uh, there was a, a moment with uh, Justin Fields after their loss this past weekend to the Green Bay Packers. And uh, I guess people took it as a not-so-subtle shot at Bears fans following the loss to Green Bay. Here is uh, the Bears quarterback. I mean, it, it hurts more in the locker room than the Bears fans. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. Um, I see the guys in the locker room every day. I see how much work they put in. So uh, just coming out with a disappointing loss like this, um, you know, it hurts. But, uh, you know, we just got to respond. Okay, I don't know if Justin Fields, if I gave him a mulligan and I said, hey, just so you know, this is how it probably was translated by some of the Bears fans. The Bears fans don't leave. They don't retire. They don't go to another team. That's what happens in the NFL. I mean, is Justin Fields going to start and end his career as a Bears quarterback? Probably not. I mean, who does? Who stays the duration of their career? But the Bears fans, they're there. They stay there. And to say that it hurts more for the players than it does the fans is probably not reading the room very well with Justin Fields. I don't know if he meant it as a dig or a shot at the Bears fans. But, I mean, is this a big deal in Chicago? It's a big story in Chicago. It's getting a lot of coverage because the game, obviously, there's not much to cover with the Bears other than 
another loss. Um, it's getting a lot of coverage. I, I think he's getting kind of a hall pass. Fields is the hope, the only hope, or the main hope of the whole team. So he's probably going to get a hall pass and just a little whiff on words. Not that bad. The Bears have won one playoff game since 2007. And that was... <laughs> that was... I was 2010, I think, when your Bears won a playoff game, right? That, that's a purposely cut-off stat, so it does not include the 2006 <laughs> Super Bowl year. That's something I would do to someone else's team. Yeah, Seaton. There's a, a quote here <laughs> from a reporter saying Justin Fields clarified his earlier comments, okay. uh, and he told ESPN, what I meant was we know how much it hurts the fans, especially the diehards, uh, and then he's basically saying, like, it hurts you guys this much and it hurts us even more. Is what he was, said he was trying to say. Okay. Yeah. So if you gave him a mulligan, he would, you know, rephrase that. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And in case you're wondering, yes, Paulie's birthday week continues. The sale continues at danpatrick.com. You buy one shirt, you get 50% off the other one. Yes, yes, uh, I just want to wish another happy birthday. I believe it's Saturday, but I'm glad we're uh, doing it for the entire week. Paulie was great so he was so hopeful that we don't mention it because <laughs> his birthday is on Saturday. Yeah. Therefore, we can't celebrate it. And the worst is Fritzy doing an actual happy birthday on a Tuesday for a birthday. That's a meaningful Saturday. thing. I'm, I'm being serious. You know what? I know. And that's what, a lot that's what bothers me. Is that <laughs> I, I want you to embrace it and start enjoying birthdays. I, I like minimum serious. kindness, Fritzy, back in the old days. Where on, give me a text on Saturday. Birthdays are special, and you need no, to you're, No, it. you're getting one at 12.01 Friday night. Oh, uh, for sure. Just want to be the first to wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> Again. And many more. And I, 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 I you know, look forward to celebrating many more with you. That's going to be a text, an email, and a Facebook messenger <laughs> if I have something to say about oh, it. You're welcome, Paul. 12.01 a.m. Yeah. Rather watch the Bears. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw for a touchdown, ran for two more as the Eagles rough up the Vikings. The Eagles scored 10 points in the final two minutes of the first half. And, you know, that, that was the big deal. I mean, that, that changed the game there. But the Vikings, since the start of the 2020 season, have given up an average of five points per game in the final two minutes of the first half. That's most in the league by more than a point per game, second to the Giants. Stat of the day, stat of the day, bop, bop. stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? stat of the day. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, George in Florida joins us. Hey, George, what's on your mind today? Uh, not too much, Dan. Uh, big, big listener of the show. I really uh, enjoy listening to you guys while I'm riding around. Um, but I heard uh, yesterday on a local talk show, that the NFL executive that handed down the suspension to Mike Evans, his son actually plays for the Packers. And I was just thinking, like, it seems like he should have recused himself from, from, from you know, from handing down the suspension if, his, if he's got family members that play on the team that the Bucks are playing next week. Well, wait, is this person the only person who handed out the punishment here to Mike Evans? Uh, I'm not 100% positive, um, but I just – I just heard on the talk show that he was the one that basically wrote the suspension letter um, that was, I guess, sent to Mike Evans. All right. Um, well, but, maybe we should uh, check with Florio there, Fritzy. See if a person who is affiliated with the Packers is the person handing out the discipline. Yes. Paul. The decision was handed down by John Runyon Sr. Remember the offensive oh, yeah. tackle? Oh, yeah. He's now the uh, discipline guy 
Yeah. NFL's VP of Football Operations. Okay. He's the father of Packers starting left guard John Runyon Jr. Mm. Okay. And so that's why he's... Uh, a conflict of interest there? Question mark? But here's the thing. Evans can appeal. And guess who will hear the appeal? John Runyon Jr. the third. No, much better for uh, Mike Evans. Former Buccaneers All-Pro linebacker Derek Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> or NFL receiver James Thrash. It's one of those two guys who would hear the appeal. So you got a 50% chance of a legendary Buccaneer hearing your appeal. That's make, that's like a make good. James Thrash. What a great name. We're going to reduce this to three quarters. <laughs> time served. Time served. Time served. Yeah. I'd love to be in there for one of these appeals. I'd love to have like a reality show where you got to see what was going on. And he's still going, it's, that's Tom Brady yeah. we're talking about, bro. What yeah. do you want me to do? That's yeah. Tom Brady. Derek, come on, man. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. What should I, I, I got to protect my quarterback. You'd do the same thing, wouldn't you? We like to present our defense. Uh, that's Tom Brady. Defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown out. When you see Dismissed. Mike Evans saying this, his helmet's off and he's saying to the official, like, he's trying to explain why he did this. That's Tom Brady we're talking about here. Uh, Andy in Pennsylvania. Hi, Andy. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Andy. I have, I have a stat of the day for you. All right. I blocked the Cooper Rush in college, so it got me thinking after Sunday. And Cooper Rush got his second career win uh, Sunday versus Joe Burrow and the Bengals. His second career college win came back in 2013 at the at Ohio University, and the defense coordinator for Ohio that day was none other than Jim Burrow, Joe's father, oh. Cooper also had a game-winning drive. Look at that, Andy. I don't know if it's true, but I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I like that. So he uh, had his second win against Joe Burrow and his uh, second win in college against his father. Yes, Bone. Cooper Rush is a Central Michigan Chippewa. You love those guys. Of course I do. Love them. Cooper Rush. Yes. Uh, he had the color Rush uniform before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Copper Rush would be better. If he just sw- put an extra ooh, P and ooh, a O. Oh, Copper Rush would be such a better name. I like it. Cooper Rush. Okay. It's good. Is there copper in the Central Michigan uniforms? They're more yellow and like a... Uh, why would it changed it? Maroon and yellow. But then they also had uh, Matt LaFleur, didn't they? Yeah. Was he Central Michigan? Dan LaFevre was Dan LaFevre. Dan LaFevre. I got LaFevre. Love Dan LaFevre. I got the fever. Central Michigan, I think Watt went there for a while. And uh, eight, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, yeah. Because J.J. Watt was the tight end at Central Michigan. They didn't recognize his skills. No, they did not. Good-ass university. Good-ass dudes. <laughs> yeah. Good-ass dudes. I thought J.J. Watt was going to join us. Like, it, there were things that were going on. Is he avoiding Did us he now? Is he have a baby? Was he having a baby? His wife is. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could do it. They, yeah. He, yes, he, he tried to. <laughs> he volunteered to. He volunteered to carry it, you know, the final trimester. Right. That's the kind of guy he is. <laughs> but I thought that he had something going on, and he said, I'll join you when I get... And we used to set healthy. things up with him personally. Now it's like, you know, uh, go through the team. He's playing that game. Okay. Oh, all right. That's the uh, guest version of I'm washing my hair. Like, oh, just contact the team and go through that. Yeah. Wow. Well, all right. It's over. (laughs) No, it is. Hell of a run. Yeah, it is. But we got him during the good years. It's like the Cardinals with Pujols. We had him on, the first time we had him on in person was the 
New Orleans Super Bowl, and later that day he found out he won his first NFL Defensive Player of the Year award. Mm. Same day. Yeah. yeah, I felt like we've raised him, you know. And now, you know, it's like a little bird. You just let it go. And I'd let it go from the nest. Right out of our little shoebox. Yeah. We put <laughs> a little, some grass did in there you, for him and some you, twigs. And... Did, did you ever have a bird in a shoebox yep. growing up? Yep. Uh, and then you'd go out and check on it like every 10 minutes. And then it, it came out there after you you know went to bed and you woke up the next morning and that uh, that little bird was gone. He like, was well, dead. Maybe, it, well, it was either dead or it was gone, gone. And you're like, maybe it flew away. Or the maybe cat. Maybe a predator got it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe our cat got it. <laughs> you, know, you go maybe. in the kitchen and you got like, uh, you know, some legs sticking out of the cat's mouth. The cat's taking a nap and the front pants are unbuttoned. Like, oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, I'm full. I remember when I was a kid, there would be a, a down bird that was injured, and the adults would scream, leave it alone, leave Can't it touch alone. it, don't touch it. Why would they do that? Because then the mother won't, right? doesn't want it back if you touch oh, it. Oh, they never told us. Yeah. Like, that's what happened to Fritzy. you know? It'd be like some... That's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's like, don't touch him, his mom won't take him back. Not only that, but she'd always pretend I was sleeping. Anytime anyone went, oh, let's see the baby, and he's sleeping, even though I wasn't sleeping. He put me <laughs> on my stomach because I was too ugly or something. She no watched. way. That's what I'm hearing. You think my nickname was Big Oogs growing up? That's what my dad came up Big with. Big Ugly. I guess that's what it was. And people, oh, let's see the baby in the carriage. And my mom would always say, "No, nah, he's sleeping right now." Always. Wow. Do you know I have a relative? Wow. Careful. And no, no, it's you know she she doesn't even have any kind of social media. She doesn't have internet. She doesn't have cable. She will. She has a pet turtle. And she puts the turtle in a baby carriage and walks the turtle around the neighborhood. <laughs> That's out there, dude. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and if she travels, then she brings the turtle with her. When she came up recently, she brought the turtle with her. She takes the turtle for a walk and comes back in November. <laughs> okay, let's get it going. Come on. I guess that makes sense because a turtle, can't you can't take them for a traditional walk. But I don't know how long you can leave a turtle. Like, I'd, I'd think a couple of days. Feels like a long time. Yeah. I mean, turtles have survived for thousands of years. Yes, Todd? How far can a turtle really get if you leave it alone for I don't know if you have to constantly give it water. <laughs> no, 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 but you have it contained. But I'm saying, you know, can I, how long can a turtle last on its own? That's a very good question. Thank Thank you. They have, do they have, <laughs> the little turtles have short lives, right? Don't People always say, like, oh, i got to replace a turtle. Yeah. McLovin, remember he bought his kid a turtle and then... It died and then replaced it? Oh, maybe they're just finding out now. Adam Sandler did that with his bulldog. He, uh, dog died, and, he, you know, he's got two girls. He didn't want them to find out that, you know, the uh, dog died and uh, went on and got another bulldog. I think they've... They might be finding out now, but they're, <laughs> but they're older now. Now it's a little bit uh, better. By the way, Sandman, I hope you're feeling better. He had uh, hip surgery. Yes, so she When I was uh, much younger, my grandmother died, and she had a, bir a bird, a parakeet named Bing, after Bing Crosby. And so when she died, we got the bird. And then one summer, we had a bunch of guys from Northern Ireland stay at our house for two weeks, and the deal was they could stay at our house, but they had to paint the rooms, and we would, like, we went on vacation. And when we came back, we noticed that Bing, my brother was like, hey, Bing, and he would go put his finger in the, cage. the bird cage, and Bing would normally, like, bite, nibble on your finger. And this bird, and all of a sudden, Bing wasn't doing that anymore. <laughs> and so my dad was like, what the hell's going on with this bird? You know, whatever. And finally, one of the Irish guys was like, Rick, we killed your budgie. 
Oh, no. Rick, we killed your budgie. And they, apparently what they did was they put it outside because they didn't want it to get sick from the fumes of the paint. And wind came and knocked it over and the bird flew away. So they just went and got a new bird and thought that we would notice. <laughs> it's a lot funny when an Irish guy tells you. They called it a budgie. A budgie. <laughs> Rick, we killed your budgie. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. And we have a uh, former Bama quarterback draft coming up that's after this we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards and like how they require minimums and worse yet how those rewards will flat out expire or we could talk about how with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time and that's amazing and then we can get back to talking about what we normally talk about on this program learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards that's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Following up my story of somebody on my wife's side of the family has a pet turtle, puts it in a baby carriage and takes it for a walk occasionally around the neighborhood. You imagine, because normally, you know, your normal reaction is when you see somebody with a baby carriage, you want to see what the baby looks like. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, can I take a look at the baby? And then you lift up the top of it and it's a turtle. Yes, uh, Pauline. I hesitate to ask this question, but what does this person's husband think of this activity? Uh, uh, she's not married. <laughs> so. That was a setup, by the way. If you leave the turtle for a maximum of two weeks, your turtle should be fine, according to uh, Fritzy. Where did you get this information? Just a little Google action. Okay. Well, but we're, we're telling people to leave a, a turtle unattended for two weeks? We should make sure this no, is good. No, if you do. Right, we shouldn't encourage that. No, no. Uh, the water won't evaporate. And uh, the dirtiness of the water will be tolerable. But if you leave your turtle alone for more than two weeks, you need somebody to come over and change the water. This is not official medical advice from any licensed veterinarian. I don't anything. think it's so a, you know. Take that with a grain of salt. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't leave Fritzy in charge of anything for two weeks. That any? would not be a good idea. I wouldn't leave Fritzy alone for two weeks. Be like pizza all over me and things hanging from the ceiling. Uh, Neil in Ohio. Hi, Neil. What's on your mind? Hey, DP, good morning. Good morning. My next, my next door neighbor, uh, Jim, has a box turtle named Snorky. And Snorky turned 40 a few years ago. Mm. And we celebrated my wife Kelly's 40th on the same day. And we called it Snorkella, a music festival. And oh. we're having another one this year. We hope you guys can make it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, send the invitation there, Neil. I like that. Snorkella. Snorkella. All right. All right. Yes, Pauline. I had a buddy growing up named Dan Polonis, and he was in a band. And every year he'd have an outdoor party at his house, and he called it Lala Polonis. Okay. <laughs> like Lala Palooza. I would think if you're like Bill Belichick holds a party, it's Coach Chella. Coach Chella. What do you think? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you got to give me a little more enthusiasm than that. That's a good poll. Coach Chella? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair bloop. enough. Yeah. Oh, now it's a begrudging bloop like a <laughs> bloop. 
That that's like Heinz ketchup where <laughs> yeah. they pour it out. It's not exactly a bloop. Bloop with a question mark. A blue. Bloop. Bloop. Okay. Oh, that's right. You do that occasionally. My bad. Only sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I found another turtle factoid. Again, this is not from some kind of turtle doctor of any kind. In terms of days, a turtle can survive around 160 days without food. However, they must also have access to water during this time period, as well as a healthy amount of sunlight. Yeah, I, I don't want to have somebody go, I, I was listening to your show and I left my turtle for 160 days. Yeah, now my, it's dead. Uh, Dan, my worst of the weekend, we left my kid's turtle for two weeks while we went to Jersey Shore. Yeah. Uh, and just it, came back, it's dead. Yeah, I hope you're happy. Not that that's how our audience sounds. I always like when you go, you're trying to uh, be the voice of the fan, and they always, you know, like, the, oh, yeah, okay, you guys oh, think I, it. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. Why would anyone want a turtle as a pet? That doesn't seem like a very interactive animal. Like, cats, well, a goldfish. Yeah. Why would they're you? They're not want, interactive. What, what's the joy in it, I guess? And I'm not making fun of turtle owners. I'm asking. Because, like, if you have a dog, <laughs> dogs kind of are interactive. Even cats, are, whilst, whilst lethargic, yeah. are interactive. Yeah. Like a turtle, what are you doing? You're rolling around with it? You petting it? And I'm I'm really asking. I don't I don't know. I mean, it's in the eye of the beholder. You have somebody who have an aquarium and then they love to have these killer fish and then they feed the fish and they go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What's the activity level of a live turtle versus a dead turtle? Like it could be there for a month. <laughs> You'd probably still have the same level of enjoyment. Yes, Todd. And a goldfish at least swims around and you could kind of make eye contact with it. It does that little pucker thing as if it's trying to kiss you or talk to you up at the glass. There's something there. A turtle like barely moves. I don't need, there's nothing there. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, eh, anywho, anywho, uh, let's do our uh, former Alabama quarterback draft. And then uh, I'll, I'll get to some phone calls. Okay, so let's say today your football team needed a quarterback. Right. you got to sign one for five years, and everyone gets the same amount of money. Right. Would you take Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa? Five years, same money today. They're all generally the same age. They're all under 25. All right, Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa play on better offensive teams. So you don't know what type of offense you have. Yeah. You just, these three are your... your off-season, what am you picking up? And you got to give me your first place and then who you take last, and we'll fill in the rest. But I think it's unfair because I don't – Mac Jones doesn't have any offensive weapons. But Where, he didn't have any last year, and he had the best rookie season probably. Yeah. Tua has two unbelievable weapons. that are actually too fast for his arm. Yes, they are. And then Jalen Hurts has a talented roster as well. All right, so we're just taking all of that out of the equation. Todd, quarterback you're going to take first. Recency bias, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. All right, and then second? Tua. All right. Seton O'Connor, Patriots apologist. I'm going to go with, uh, actually take Tua last because of his injury history. Okay. Then I would take McCorkle. I would have him at second, okay. uh, but I would take Jalen Hurts, not because of uh, necessarily recency bias, right. but just right. offers a little more. Marv? I am going off a of recency bias, and I'm going to say Jalen Hurts first, two a second, Mac third. Okay. Paul? I'm going to go two a last for the same thing, the injury, and just he doesn't seem to be – I think we're not – I don't think it's going to get much better. Jalen, I think they're all three B-level passers, so based off them never being great passers, Hurts is a dangerous runner. I would take that. 
It's a necessary weapon. Yeah, I would take Hurts. It feels like it doesn't matter what my roster is going to be like. I can tap into those abilities. He's better at doing more things than the other quarterbacks are. Uh, McCorkle can't run. Tua doesn't run that much. He'll extend a play or two. But Mac would probably be the better passer here. But yeah, I would I would go I'd go Jalen, then Mac, and then Tua. Yeah, Paul. Mac Jones rookie year stats. He had thirty eight hundred yards, sixty eight percent passer, twenty two touchdowns, and thirteen interceptions. Those are pretty high end yeah. for a rookie on an average team. Yes. And they made the playoffs. I don't know if he got enough credit for what they did. But you, I mean, I'm, I tried to watch the Steelers and the Patriots. I was bored. And it's rare when I watch a football game and I go, this is not fun. Not fun. No. It was just boring. Uh, let's see. Rick in Arizona. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind today? Hi. <clears throat> Rick, uh, 5'11", 195. <laughs> well, I called in because I was at that Arizona game, and I'm actually the fan in the stands. So the best of the weekend was watching the Cardinals come back from a 23-point deficit. I mean, that was a game in itself was amazing. Worst of the weekend was the cameras being honest as the guy slapped Kyler Murray in the face right next to me. Uh, yeah, it was pretty brutal. And now it's been blowing up over Twitter. So. Hey, but wait, Rick. Was it a fan who's a fan of the Cardinals who smacked Kyler Murray? So after the fact, yes, he actually tapped me on the shoulder and he's like, hey, I, I accidentally smacked Kyler Murray in the face. And I was like, whoa, so that was you. <laughs> so, yeah. But, and the fan was actually, he's out of Arizona. But why, would, why did he slap him in the face? So, I mean, I will say this. He was, he was, he was overserved. Okay. Sure. So what he meant to do is he told me after the fact, he was like, I meant to hit him on the shoulder pads. But in the video, it's pretty obvious. I mean, he just stuck his hand out there and tried to, and he just kind of, you know, kind of swung. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it smacked him, and it smacked him right in the face. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, the NFL says they're investigating. Has this person been contacted? Well, you don't even know the person, I'm guessing, right? No, I don't know the person. He just happened to be right next to me, you know, my brother-in-laws, my cousins, and then my best friend right there, right up in the front. <clears throat> so, okay. no, I mean, um, he did let he did say his name. He did say his name to me, but I don't remember it, honestly. All right. Well, thank you, Rick, and congrats on the win. Yes, Paul. I've watched this video about 20 times. Kyler Murray's hyped up, runs to the front row of the crowd, I know. and they're up against the board. They're just like three inches higher than him, so they're like face-to-face. -face. He swings Kyler Murray like a high-five to this first guy that's got his hand out, and then everyone starts pounding Kyler Murray's shoulder pads and reaching out to pound his shoulder pads. It does not seem like this fan that was targeting him, like trying to hit him in the face, is more so like, hey, I can't believe there's an NFL player engaging us Let's all reach out and pat him on the on the shoulder pads, and I hit his lower chin. I thought that he was reaching out and he was going to like give him a high five, but this fans is saying that he was trying to hit him on the shoulder pads. And Kyler Murray absolutely ran in and swung his arm like, "Give me a high five to this first guy," yeah. and it's like green light. Everyone tried to do it. Yes, Todd. With fans like that, who needs enemies, right, Danny? <laughs> Thank you, Mike Tyson. Uh, Clark in Connecticut. Hey, Clark, what's on your mind today? How are we doing, Dan? Good, uh, good 5'11 point. and three quarters, right. 170. <laughs> um, so, Dan, you you were the one that gave me uh, that sage advice before I gave my uh, my speech over the weekend at the wedding. How did it go? 
I, you know, you always have it in your head that you're going to get all these different laughs. It fell short in a lot of different areas. But uh, my question for you, Dan, you gave me that great advice. We, we ping-ponged back and forth from Hamlet, brevity, soul of wit, made my day that moment. Here's my question. I go up and I give that speech, and I open by telling the crowd the advice that you gave me. Was oh. that a mistake? Okay. Name dropping. Right. Exactly. We're on the ride home with my wife, uh, who sat with you in the back row at the wedding. And what she says to me, she's never been one to, to sort of um, sugarcoat things. I'm sort of down, and I don't really know why. And she says, you shouldn't have name dropped. You shouldn't have name dropped. In my head, I was like, oh, my God, I've been in a hurt locker ever since. <laughs> Thank you, Clark. Don't drop my name because I was at a wedding this past weekend where somebody gave a speech. And when I saw him, I said, hey, brevity, can't go wrong with brevity. He starts this speech with Dan Patrick gave me some advice. Yeah. And I went, oh, no. I, let's just have a guy code that if I give you advice, you're on your own. I don't, I don't want any credit and I don't want any blame. Because I'm not going to get credit, but I'm going to get blame. Like, man, did Dan Patrick help him write that speech? That was terrible. Yes, yes, Mark. Do you always tell best men to not bring up stuff when yes. you guys were in college and single? Yes. That is just the worst. Yes, yes, yes. That's usually what I say. Make sure that you're, you're playing to the entire room. That could be somebody who is 20 and somebody who is 85. And you can't do a reference where seven people get it. You got to play to the room, make it big, compliment. There was one moment at a wedding I went to, and that was the speech was, hey, the, the best man's speech was, hey, you know, now that you're uh, married, um, it's, it's time to hear from your, some of your former girlfriends, and uh, some of them are here today. And it's time to bring up your apartment keys to such and such's apartment. So you had 15 women, including a you know a couple of grandmothers. You had like 80 year old <laughs> women walking up well, that's there. That's good. And it was staged, and it was really funny. So you had young, you know, middle aged and old, and a couple of these grandmothers walking up there, taking their time with their key and holding it, and it was funny. I thought that that was uh, really well done. Yeah, Paul. You're right. Marvin's right about the thing. Anytime I'm at a wedding and the first line out of the best man's mouth is, remember South Pad Padre Island, 1993? Mm -hmm. It's going to go downhill fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Daytona, 87. Yeah, it's not going to Remember go the sunburn? Yeah. Who would have thought we could have got that many people in a bed? Right, Tom? <laughs> yes, Todd. Yeah, and the average elderly person doesn't want to hear about how this person likes to get to, you know. Well, your wife doesn't want to hear that. Definitely I'm not, not. I'm not worried about my grandmother. My grandma probably pick up, like, you know, every fourth word. My wife's right there. Wait, what? All right, let me take a break. Back after this. 
Every time I go over by Seton's desk, I see that he's hoarding all the Panini America trading cards. Stacks and stacks over there. You know, one of these days, I'm not even going to be able to see his face over there. It's like a castle made out of trading cards. I can't even see you. Is that you, Seton? Yeah, I'm over here. Yeah. Well, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the official product from the NFL, NBA, UFC, and for the first time ever, World Cup. Oh, boy. I can guarantee you that Seton... Let's go! Seton's not going to be sharing the World Cup cards. See what's on sale now. Don't miss out on the upcoming Don Russ NFL NFT release. Pull the top players and a few special NFTs that will send you for a VIP NFL experience. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors an opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts from every base pack. Make sure you pick up the Don Russ cards. They'll sell out. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is freddie prince jr and i am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only jeff die get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches dissect the fiercest feuds and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling we're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned thursdays freddie you know we got to give the people what they want this season we have an all-star lineup of special guests we're going to be gracing our podcast bringing with them their own unique insights experiences and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. President's Cup on NBC and Peacock. The Americans have won eight consecutive times, and uh, the international team against the United States. It's uh, Quail Hollow had a chance to play that golf course many, many years ago. That's in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, Saturday at 8 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Teams with fewer playoff appearances than the Bears over the last four years. Jets, Dolphins, Panthers, Jags, Falcons, Broncos, Lions, Giants, Commanders, Chargers, Vikings, Bengals, Raiders, Browns, Cardinals. So half the league. Now, if I included the past 10 years, the Bears would not do so well. Mm. Yeah. They were two in the past four. That's a bad team and a boring team. It's one thing if you have a, a team that's not good, but they're fun to watch. The Bears are bad, and they're bad. Yeah, and Fields gives them hope, but you almost feel bad for Fields sometimes. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it's that's going to be one of those. He's probably going to have more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. Yes, Marv. It's like when I was young. I liked the L.A. Clippers when they used to do, do the whole thing, the knuckleheads with the headbands. I was like, they're the, they're the most entertaining thirty-win team I've ever seen in my life. Right. I was like, I love them. Oh, they so suck. Like the but... Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson type teams. Correct. Oh, they weren't good. But they were entertaining. <laughs> the Bears are neither. Uh, let's see. A little bit of baseball. Uh, so teams that have clinched. Are the Mets lovable this year? And I'd love for I'd Buck Showalter to get a chance to go to a World Series. Because he was always ahead of the curve. You know, a team would be just on the verge of being great. And then Buck would get fired. Whether it was Arizona or the Yankees. They would go on these winning streaks and be, I, you know, he didn't get a chance to manage in a World Series, I don't think. Yeah, Paul. He was with the New York Yankees from 92 to 95. Oh. And then they went on a historical run of all time. Yeah. Uh, then he was at the Diamondbacks for a few years and they yeah. won a World Series. He did some good work with Baltimore. With that payroll that he yeah. had there, he had, a, he had like four seasons with over 80 wins. Maybe five seasons. That's tough in Baltimore. Dodgers clinch home field. Now, the Dodgers are going to turn in one of the greatest seasons 
in the last 50 years. Scoring differential, how many wins are they going to end up with? They're going to be on a pace for what? Well, the Dodgers are 102 and 44 right now. Okay. But their run differential, they've scored 790 runs. They've allowed 458. They've outscored their opponents at this point in the season by 332 runs. That doesn't happen that often. They're in a historical neighborhood of teams like the Yankees from the 30s. Um, I think I think there's only one team in the past 50 years that's got the numbers that the Dodgers have. The second best team in the league by run differential yeah. is the Yankees. They've outscored their opponents by 209. Again, the Dodgers have outscored their opponents by 332 runs. Gosh. It's not even close. After last night's win, Clayton Kershaw now has 27 starts in his career with at least 10 strikeouts and zero walks. That's a National League record. And he's not lost at home against the Diamondbacks since 2013. So he hasn't lost at home to the Diamondbacks in nine years. I don't know how many starts he's had against the Diamondbacks over that period. but uh, So Max Scherzer won his 200th career game, third among uh, active pitchers. Among the active pitchers with at least 200 career wins, uh, Scherzer's winning percentage is sixth all-time. Behind only Whitey Ford, Bob Carruthers, Pedro Martinez, Lefty Grove, and Christy Matheson. So, a little baseball. Yes, Marv? I think the Mets will be entertaining, primarily because of Edwin Diaz's walk-up when he comes out oh, of the bullpen. Yeah. okay. They do that trumpet thing yeah. live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy. Okay, more important home runs. Albert Pujols gets to 700. Aaron Judge gets to 62. 700 or 62. Because we're looking at who is the real home run champ. Okay? It feels like Aaron Judge is ready to be christened the single season home run champ. The clean single season home run champ. Albert Pujols with 700. Now, that's not more than Hank Aaron, but 700 home runs. Yes, Seaton. 700 feels like a way different number. It's not being celebrated the way Aaron Judge is. It's not, but it's way more exclusive for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But how many clean ball players have gotten to 62? There have been... Hank Aaron got to 700 home runs, and of course Barry Bonds did. Yes, Paul? Yeah, Bonds, 762. Hank Aaron, 755. Babe Ruth, 714. And then uh, Pujols is next. 700. A Rod, if he was not suspended for that year, based oh. off his, if A Rod didn't miss that year at the pace he was wait, on, wait, what? What time did he? Which one you're talking about? Suspension? <laughs> fair or, question. Yeah, fair. A Rod had 696 home runs and missed a season. Wow. He could easily be at uh, 730. Yes, Todd. If Pujols was a Yankee and Judge a Cardinal, even though the Cardinals have a great fan base, yeah. do we look at that any different? The 700 versus yes. 61. Yes, yes, I believe so. Uh, Ralph in Pennsylvania. Hi, Ralph. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time, 6'3", and a lean 210. Just wanted to comment on the Tim Tebow story. Number one, I think it's a great gesture by Tebow. Uh, But if I were to pick anything, I would pick Tiger's 01 green jacket uh, to sport around for a while. I think that would be very impressive and fun to do. And one final thought. Suck it, Polly. Oh. Wait, this is Polly's birthday That's week. That's fine. I'm, I'd rather have that. You would? Yeah. Well, honesty. 
right. All right. Uh, Dale in Kentucky. Hi, Dale. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, I wanted to give you a heads up so you aren't blindsided, but I went to ObscurePoles.com, and in exotic pet owners, your approval rating is down 20%. But in in shelled pet owners, it's down 50% from this time yesterday. So just wanted to give you a heads up. I appreciate that, Dale. Thank you. I'm getting shelled. Oh, that's okay. Oh, Well, you got one. What happened to you guys? Did I set the bar so high? That's what it is. You've just been too good. Too good. I lead the league in dad jokes, man. I do. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I mean, I take great pride in that. That cringeworthy joke, and then your kids are like, oh, dad. Yeah, Paul. My kids don't even look up anymore. They just have their head. <laughs> I, I'll say some dopey jokes. I, they go, <sighs> yeah. And I always go, is this thing on? And they go, why do you say that? And I said, no, it's like a microphone, is it? Never mind. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. You're welcome. A faux laugh there. Michael Strahan, big TV star, joins us coming up. Final hour, Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out hour two. I know. You wake up and you go... Right? You don't have to. But even if you do that, just get up, get going, and let M-Drive help you a little bit. You don't want to waste the moment. Get things done, and that's why I take M-Drive. Testosterone support for driven guys packed with clinically tested ingredients supporting healthy T levels and the drive to get things done. M-Drive helps you stay motivated, energized. And if you're like me, you want to feel good, keep going. And as you get older, tougher to do that. M-Drive, testosterone support for driven guys. Now, if you like to hold a product and look at it and Analyze it. You can. M-Drive. You can pick it up at Walgreens, Rite Aid, or Vitamin Shop. Or try M-Drive for $5. Just for my listeners, get started texting DAN to 55000 55000. Claim your offer. Exclusive offer. M-Drive. Text DAN to 55000. Your first order of M-Drive for just $5. Message and data rates may apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.